You're listening to Ijitcast, Cluster C of Season 8, Episodes 809, Citizen Fang, and 810, Torn and Frayed. Cast. At the top, you heard our expert, Bianca. Hello. And we're also joined down in New Orleans by our newbie, Yvette. Hey, y'all. And the two newbies in the room with me, myself, yes. Paul Mackey, and Hi, my you, lovely Paul wife, Mackey. Darcy. Hi. <laughs> and uh, our other expert, Annie, is not available, having uh, recently had a minor, but... Uh, what was a major minor? Major minor car accident. She's okay. Everybody's okay. But she was shaken up enough that we told her to, to, to just uh, take care of herself yeah, first. So, car's not okay. Everybody send happy thoughts. Yes. It was so scary. Yeah. But we are joined by special guest, Jason. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Jason, this is the first, uh, first we've heard from you for this podcast uh indeed where uh, where might uh, where might we refer to you uh other places um all over nutty bites mm. um i'm pretty i'm pretty sure her audience is tired of hearing me um <laughs> but i also do my own podcast so all right well very good and uh what is your podcast well i was i thought we were gonna do that later yeah we I was do, gonna we, do well, we do plugs at the end but uh i just want to well, know yeah, we can talk well, about thank it. you for what asking is it? Yeah. Um, it's the most cliched title. It's called uh, Talk Nerdy to Me. Oh, and, okay. uh, and that's nerdy with the number two because I'm special. Um, and I think regular two is taken. But anyway. <laughs> it's more like just, a Prince song that way. Very much so. And I love Prince. <laughs> um, but no, we just talk about nerdy things and, you know, anime and video games. And I put my co-host through torture by making her watch terrible things like Fifty Shades of Grey and such. Ooh. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, true torture. Oh. You're a real sadist over here. Slightly. I mean, I also I also made her watch Gen- um, Repo the Genetic Opera recently. She really was not happy with me. Oh, that was fun. That's a fun one. Fun. Is that a Paul movie? Yes. Okay. So then, so by definition, since, since you said, is it a Paul movie? I'm assuming no one likes Paul movies but Paul. Uh, Pretty Paul, much in our household, yes. Paul movie is uh, anything from uh, the most mainstream one would be probably Requiem for a Dream, uh, Hard Candy. Oof. Hard Candy is a Paul movie. Uh, and then uh, I recently on the podcast was mentioned um, Man Bites Dog. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you recall from our Nubentary episode for Bitten, uh, there was definitely lots of film school nerd stuff <laughs> that that yeah, came I mean, out. <laughs> I just, just want to say, Paul, I'm not mean enough to make her watch Requiem for a Dream. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, well, he made me <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so brutal. It was pretty brutal. So, I mean, what are you going to make her watch Brazil next? I know better. Fight it, Because I also did go to the film school and I saw bits and pieces and I, I did not enjoy bits and pieces. That was one of Ellard's and mine favorite. Well, I know. 
but mm. you guys are he's gonna... twisted and sick, and that's fine. He's, that's fine. He's gonna well, make then, you marry. Well, you should um, reciprocate and be a guest on one of. It sounds that way. It sounds that way. Yeah. He's gonna make you. Re- he's gonna make you marathon Brazil, uh, and uh, along with City of God and kids. You better give oh, me a lot kid, of kids. First. Kid, kids is not even. I'm sure. If, I'm not even sure if kids is a poll movie exactly, but. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, that one's rough. <laughs> yeah. So what's your level of expertise on Supernatural? I have... <laughs> if, okay, when Supernatural first started, I told myself, no, I'm not going to watch it. Just like Smallville. I was like, no, I'm not going to watch it. And then I joined the army. And when I realized when you deploy, you have nothing better to do with your time. I mainlined all of the current amounts of supernatural as well as smallville so i've seen <laughs> wow. i've seen everything up to season um 12 i'm actually working my way through season 11 as we speak season 11 of which show of supernatural and i've i've watched i've watched i'm actually starting my rewatch of smallville and it's really hard because i was a super huge chloe fan and it is yeah, brutal that's a little it is i really want to say i've seen maybe three episodes of smallville like when i was in high school so i am i'll put it really it's, it's, it's surprisingly good like they actually do get the dynamic between superman and his family very very well okay um, I was I was really impressed with how they did Ma and Pa Kent, um, but then again, I've also seen Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman, so I understand what happens when you do it wrong. Yeah, yeah, I've watched I've watched all of Smallville as well, so it's so brutal right now. Like I I was a su- super Chloe fan, and it is oh Chloe's so sweet though. How many seasons of of that show are there? There's t- uh. Yeah, 10, 10, 10, I believe 10? it's 10. 10. Not 13. Yeah. Not 13. Or 15. Nah, not 13. Yeah, or 14 to come. Up, yeah. yeah, up until up until Supernatural, um, Smallville was the longest running uh, CW uh, television show. Mm-hmm. Um, but small, but Supernatural has since crushed it. Yeah. Yep, sure has. What uh, season is Supernatural on right now? They're in... Uh, 13's coming? No, 13. They're okay. in 13, are they? Are they're they? in 13 right now. I, oh. I want to say it's almost finished. Yeah. Uh, but they are really... I, I was keeping up with the current season for a little bit, but um, it's kind of difficult to, like, watch it every week, and I think I prefer to binge it, so um, I've been saving it up. So yes. I want to say that they're almost at the finale. I think I may sneak a peek at the Scooby Doo episode because everybody's like, what? one thing I've noticed. What Scooby Doo what, episode? What Scooby-Doo <laughs> episode? We <laughs> don't know about this. You, are, you posted are, it before, remember, they, before they made it. Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Dun, dun, dun. You right, posted now, in the group about it, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, like, after season five, which was probably the worst season, um, they started doing, like, gimmick episodes. Like almost, there's like generally one every every season or every other season. Like they had the musical episode, which is one of my favorites, and it was fantastic. Um, and the gimmick episode for season thirteen is a Scooby Doo episode. So they they these those those gimmick episodes have done a lot for the show because you've got two underwear models chasing demons and having. <laughs> 
vaguely. Yeah, I shouldn't even call it vaguely anymore. Very homoerotic, codependent, re- like relationship drama. And you got to do something to be like, you know, wink at the camera and be like, yeah, we know how ridiculous this is. Well, they made it a Scooby-Doo episode. I'm yeah. pretty sure Dean has sex with Daphne, so it's fine. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. What? <laughs> no fair. Why would he do that? Because Dean and Fred are out of here. Because he's Dean. Like, <sighs> I mean, what? Now, what, what would, now we know. I mean, what was? What would Dean not? Ha- I haven't seen it, so I don't know if he does or not. But I would just assume. Oh, like, right, that's just your prediction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, no, that one because Dean. Yeah, I was. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say it was just that 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 episode was has been so thoroughly mentioned over the last. Like I said, I think Darcy originally posted about it back in like August when they talked about that they were going to do it during the season. Did I? Yes. I am not remembering this at all. You'd have to go back to August to find <laughs> out. So well, I am working on that right now. Oh You're my just gosh. Anyways. Wonderful radio. Yeah. Wonderful so when we were when we were talking about Hunter or Hirochi, which hasn't uh, that episode hasn't dropped yet, but it will by the time people hear this, of course. Uh, we were talking about yeah, Fred Jones, the the character Fred Jones in the uh, in the in the Hunter Hirochi, and I said, oh, maybe he'll come back in season thirteen, because the uh, the character that, that that was living with making all the cartoon things happen in Hunter Hirochi is named Fred Jones. Yeah, oh, one of the many nice. like. Easter eggy cartoon things. You know, that's that's one thing I got to give Supernatural mad credit for is that a lot of shows that run this long kind of forget that they have a canon that they've set up. Supernatural oh, yeah. really loves going back and paying certain things off. Certain things, yeah. Like, and and I, I know you haven't got there yet, but I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it. But you know, stuff with you know, no, no spoilers. Yeah. No, I haven't. I have. Hey, I haven't eaten any chicken yet, so it's good. <laughs> no spoilers yet. We're trying. It's. It is. I will say, as a new regular, so like host on this show, it is hard well, to so, so, bite my tongue. I got a mouthful of blood a lot from <laughs> so here's a, from biting my tongue. Okay, we'll you know, whether it's a correct prediction or a wrong prediction, or we'll have to we'll have to talk offline. So who's the, <laughs> who, who has never watched Supernatural before and is watching it like episode episode? So it's us, me, uh, Darcy, and, Paul. and and me, yes, yeah. And I have seen up. Through the end of season twelve, and then Annie, okay. I believe, is In the first current. maybe five of season thirteen. And I, yeah, I believe. Annie yeah, is all you the way know the, yeah, she's Annie is way more current than me. Yeah. So. How did I? How did I get myself involved with two intro casts? Because I'm doing um, the Ghibli cast with Nutty and Tech, and they've never watched the Studio Ghibli films. So, right. I've I've watched them way too many times, so I'm considered their expert, I guess. Yeah, it is kind of hard to keep um, to keep certain storylines clear, <laughs> yeah. particularly when it comes to like the interpersonal brother stuff. But we'll get into it. I think we're we re- talk about this cluster because there's definitely a lot of that. I think we've got the majority of the casting spoilers that I knew about ahead of time. We hit all I the, know we of at least alarms. two more oh, two coming more. up. Okay, yeah. See, I don't. Because I, don't yeah. I, I think so. we've seen all the Buffy alums that I knew about, and we've seen Felicia. Best one ever. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that oh, was Felicia, my favorite. Felicia Day? Yes. Yeah. I just love her. Yeah, we, we met Charlie recently. Yeah, that was last season. Oh. Last season was Charlie. Yep. I'm... Uh, <laughs> so this episode, we're discussing... Yeah, we're about to discuss 8-9 uh, Citizen Fang, which yes. is which? That's the one where you think you're watching True Blood, but you aren't. <laughs> What? You know know what? Thank you, you so hard. I was like, oh my you know gosh. <laughs> now that you said that, <laughs> it's exactly what that is. Absolutely. And here's the deal. To be honest and fair, I would take Benny over Sookie any day. <laughs> okay, yeah. no, that's totally. Sookie's awful. She was the worst character on that show. But Sookie. I would rather have Eric. <gasps> Eric, stop fighting. I'll see. Suki, I'm a vampire. Like I just, uh, goodness gracious! Oh, you brought back so many memories. I can't. uh, Arlene, you know what's funny is I never saw the show. I only read the books. So it's oh well, the books are so much better. So that's fine. Yeah, I heard those books are really good, but it's just that show. I oh, I watched way too much of that show. There was fairies. There was a were panther or something at some point. Right. Like, oh my god! Right. Yeah, I watched. All yeah, I watched all of season one personally, and I, then I stopped uh, for whatever Did reason. You? Well, yeah. you're good. You're that good. show it it gets it declines more and more as the seasons go on. So this episode so of ridiculous Supernatural is kind of like a season six True Blood episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like. What the hell? Like, I mean, hey, I got this really great idea. Do you guys hear about this? This 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 book series, and they're they're doing a TV series, and let's just do that. Yeah. That's my idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah like they're at the Gumbo Shack or whatever. I was like, Jumbo Isle. Like so ridiculous. By the way, if you want to watch a show full of really bad accents, watch watch that show. Oh man. Oh, as a born and bred Louisianian, it kills me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Nobody sounds like that. Dude, I, my my boy, I was in the, when I was in the army. One of my guys, his name was Barnett, and he was from Mississippi and Louisiana. Like he bounced back and forth because he had part of his family was in the big part of his Louisiana. He sounds nothing like that. Like, yeah, it's. It's oh, it's it's terrible. Like it is, it's like watching people try to do a fake country accent. Like it's bad. Like it's so bad. You know, I can't for the life of me remember how Uncle Uncle Tommy spoke. Yeah, well, uh, my my uh, my aunt Joyce, uh, who you know grew up, born and raised on the Minnesota Iron Range, uh, moved to Bay St. Louis with this guy named Tommy, and he was he was he was he was ra- born and raised in Bay St. Louis, I think. So. Yeah, he was a character. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting that. Sure. Yeah, but, but he People? definitely would have been more more authentic. Uh, obviously, more authentic sounding. Do you remember him having an accent? Yes, you but do. I don't. Re- I just remember, you know. But that's Mississippi. Mississippi and Louisiana are not the same thing. No, like people in Mississippi sound completely different than people here sound. I've never met anybody from Louisiana that sounds anything like the way people on tv make people from here yeah. sound it's really it's, insane yeah it's just like because i'm i'm from virginia so when you got like i'm southern but when you meet someone who's like from a holler like they talk completely different 
than someone who's just a southerner. Like someone from the mountains or out in the middle of nowhere, the Booger Woods, like they talk completely different. It's 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 like a whole nother language. Now, Jason, I'm just suddenly realizing that that um, we didn't necessarily point you to the the document for um, how to. I found it. Do, okay, the cluster episodes. Good, <laughs> very good. Well, I did. Okay. Well, before we hit the the high points, I just wanted to mention that I looked up because because looking so incredibly familiar to me uh, was Elizabeth, the actress who plays Elizabeth. Oh, I the granddaughter. Okay, thank yeah. you. I was like, oh, which one is and that? And I was like, why is she? Well, and the the reason turns out that she's uh, that she's uh, she's plays a con woman on Republic of Doyle, which I've been binging on and off for the last couple of months. So that's that's where I recognized her most from. But she was also the mom who drowned her not kid in the kids are all right episode of Supernatural. Oh, that was the one where where we first met Lisa and Ben, and the the changelings were taking over all of the children. Oh, so okay. Oh, wow. Oh, they recycled her, her. That woman who ran her car her, her car with her kid strapped in the back into the water, and then the kid came back because it wasn't the, her kid, it was the changeling. You remember this? Vaguely. Oh, yeah. wow. That's, you know, it's it's funny. Things. The CW has a, has a knack for doing that um, because in Smallville, they actually recycled um, one character played by... Um, not Joshua Jackson. He's Joshua Jackson's like he's like poor man's Joshua Jackson. But he played a he played a villain in season one, and then later on he's um he's the actor who plays Iceman in the X Men movies. Um, oh, Ashmore. Oh, yeah. He got recycled Sean in Smallville. Ashmore. I think it's Aaron, yeah. He got re- Aaron, but yeah. Yeah, he oh, got cy- he got yeah, cycled. He got recycled in Smallville. He was in like season one or two as a villain, and then came back later in like season four or five. And if I'm not mistaken, he played Jimmy Olsen. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, well I so- also looked up the date, the air date of this Supernatural episode, and so Citizen Fang aired in December of 2012, mm-hmm. which in the True Blood timeline is in between seasons five and six. So, so you're right on. Yeah. <laughs> truly like a, a late era. Like True Blood season five is when they do the authority, all that stuff where Christopher Maloney comes in. And like, oh, God, this. so awful. Well, I mean, if you... So that season of True Who's Blood the... had just ended. Now, who is uh, the... Bye. Now, what was the name of the vampire in the show? Because if you replaced, if you swapped Benny and him, honestly, I don't think much would change. No. Like, if you, like, the, I mean, their acting wouldn't change. <laughs> like, now, yeah. um, so now some of the double casting thing that, that they do is because of, is also because of uh, being in Canada. Hashtag Vancouver. And it's a, it is the, the, the Canadian <laughs> acting community. Not so much with not so much with Ashmore on uh, on Supernatural, but uh, and uh, this this actress that was uh, that was Elizabeth is named Kathleen Monroe, and she's actually a French Canadian actress. So yeah, I think some, I think CW has mastered filming in Canada because almost all of Smallville was filmed in Canada. Like yeah, they like. They have mastered it. They have molded it, shaped it. They were born in Vancouver. Like, it's just, like, it's, they, they handle that business. Like, I don't know. Is that where all of CW shows film at? Like, Riverdale and all of that? Yeah. 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 So that's why I I assumed, because it looks like it, but. 
That's why I've seen. I know, the, like uh, iZombie does. Yes, that's why I've seen the uh, the uh, the Asylum from uh, from the episode the season one uh, episode Asylum on Supernatural. I've seen on it was in a later season episode of Smallville. I was like, oh, it's that building, and then I've seen it. I think I've seen it again in in Supernatural, just not as prominently. Uh, not some of the geography as prominently. Yeah, like so, Nicholas Cage, like Nicholas Cage films in like some weird like Eastern European country, like. To do all his movies, him and Steven Seagal, and on their Netflix stuff, like CW films in Canada, they just it's tax tax breaks and cheaper. Well, who wants to talk about their high points for Susan Fang? I'd rather talk. It was so boring. Here, I have a friend from Karen Crow, Louisiana. That's it. I've met one person from there. (laughs) That's my high point. I was like, oh yeah, they mentioned a place I've been once. Wow, that was Darcy. What about you? Uh, I thought that the pie looked delicious. You thought the pie looked delicious? Well, I, I just, thought the pie looked delicious. <laughs> that was it. My high point for the end for this episode was the last three seconds of this episode that like make you have a reaction. Um, when Amelia shows up at the bar, um, that's it. <laughs> I was like, oh. You know, I, I, it made me yeah. feel like, oh, well, something is at least happening here that's going to have further implications for the next episode. I kind of yeah. like the I like the the uh, the general atmosphere of the story and the uh, the the hunter mistrust between the the three hunters in the story and and the uh, the the the, mis, the mislead that it wasn't actually Benny doing all these killings that it looked like he really was. That was that really a mislead. Not really a mislead, okay, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I feel like we knew from the beginning it wasn't him. We like, because it wasn't going to be. We just yeah. had to figure out how it wasn't him. It yeah. Was, it, was, it was hammer, meat, nail. Yeah. I mean, it just... Honestly, like, I don't have a... Or a low... Like, if, if anything, like, the high point is the fact that there was some pretty good quotes in this episode, I felt. Like, there was some decent dialogue. But honestly, there was a crap ton of talking... And and a lot of will they won't they with the whole is Benny a bad guy is Benny a not you know and it and you knew he wasn't like you just if you make something such a focal point it's obviously that it's not going to be now what would have been a good twist is if Benny had started murdering the crap out of you know people <laughs> in the <laughs> that would have been a twist like that would have been great like that would have yeah. been great. I thought so much Elizabeth drama. had been a vampire that would have oh. been a good twist oh that's same that's instead all we get is like angst between dean and benny and to pull from 30 rock they have a talking like this contest (laughs) 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 gruffly saying all these things to each other and And really you have the and and you have the, the actual killer barely in the episode at all yeah he has like five lines. I want to say maybe. He, well, maybe. honestly, if you here's the deal, he only has five lines if you combine the two episodes because he barely was in the, the second. He was barely in episode ten. Like he's like, uh, well, he, the he, actual killer got killed. He wasn't. Yeah, I was just gonna time. say oh, the actual vamp. Yeah, at the end, right? Desmond. Yeah, they they kill him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. So, so had we met Martin before? Because I didn't yes. remember him at all. Yeah, he was in the okay. earlier. He was in the the um, the asylum when ben, when uh, 
Dean checked himself into the asylum, and there was that that demon that was feeding on fear. That was this. Yeah, he was in. Um, is it? Was it? We first met him in season five. Yeah, it's that long ago. Sam interrupted. Oh, Sam interrupted. Sam was the one that was in the asylum. So Sam, okay. Sam is therapy with men. Um, what season? What season was sold to Sam? Uh, is that the title of an episode? No, 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 no. no when Sam just doesn't have his soul. That was six. Oh, six. Yeah. Uh, six. six. Yeah. yeah, that was six. But yeah, Martin. Yeah, Martin no, was, the uh, season five, when they're in the institution, they're hunting a wraith inside oh, the yes, mental yes, institution. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. And, you know, they're trying to figure out, like, doctors and nurses, and they're hallucinating. And yeah, that's when they have that, that's when they have the thing where the doctors basically say, you guys have a really bad codependent relationship, and you guys need to spend time apart. And, uh... Fair point. And, and, and during, during that episode was when I pointed out that Martin was, uh, was Laszlo and Real Genius. Yep. <laughs> so that's, that's what he's from... Um, and that's that's it yeah I like Supernatural but episodes like this they don't highlight the points of the Supernatural that are good um, because they focus way too much on the will they won't they and the dynamic like that I don't trust you I'm upset with you dynamic between Sam and Dean and we've seen already that no matter almost no matter what happens that dynamic wins it always wins. They always go for one another. And so when you have them battling back and forth over, you know, is Martin a good guy? Is Benny the bad guy? It's it's never about is actually Martin the bad guy or Benny the bad guy because we know that Martin's okay and we know Benny's okay. And it's just because they want to get our hairs up over are these two brothers going to have a spat again? <laughs> and emphasis on the word again. again. <laughs> <laughs> Although mm-hmm. I will say they do do a decent twist with this in the next episode. We maybe we should add like a Winchesterometer <laughs> of like how Winchester are these brothers being on a scale of one to ten with their drama. <laughs> oh God! Like it's just... have we gotten everybody's <laughs> high points? No, I don't think we did high points at all. Oh, yeah. no, I think yeah. that no, I think that was the high points. We didn't oh, do any. Okay. Did I think that's quotes? as high as we could really. Get. Oh yeah, no, it's like <laughs> I, I'm confused. We didn't do any low points. No, we haven't no, done low points. Yet. Low points. I, I, um, I'm almost certain we all could agree on one thing though. Okay. That it was super boring. <laughs> like this is so boring. <laughs> I had that in all caps in my notes. So boring. Falling asleep. Poking myself to stay awake. I I had you know I liked I liked I liked uh, Laszlo I liked Martin plenty but uh, he turned a little goofy at the end he, like a little too eager for the kill at the end mm. more more so than seemed logical. Well, right, like he's he's like willing to torture like an innocent woman who doesn't even know anything about it just to like get this one vamp. It seems ridiculous. Yeah, it, I think that's yeah. to emphasize that he's still unwell and. My thing is they don't even they don't even set that up. Like yeah, he's a little overzealous when they make the first assertion that you know this could be Benny. Yeah. But he ha- he has a point at that point. He has he has reason to believe it's Benny and he also has precedence to say, you know, this is not how Winchester's hunt. You know, I've hunted with your dad 
and he would have ganked Benny a long time ago, blah, blah, blah. But the 180 that they do, like, he goes from, let's just get Benny to, I'm possibly going to slit this lady's throat if Benny doesn't show back up. And you're like, whoa. Um, yeah, I think that's because you're supposed to realize, like, oh, he he really is, like, unwell. Yeah, I guess. You know? Yeah, I, th- I, think they right. were, I think they regretted that it no longer had Gordon around. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. So, yeah. yeah. I think, for me, that you hit the nail on the head when you described it as when you think you're watching True Blood. Like, ugh. Yeah, that is a very accurate description. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Thank you. Like, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> Although you brought back very painful memories of watching. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was just so boring. And like, I, it was all just awful. Like the flashbacks and then Benny and Martin. I was just like, this is ridiculous and I don't care. And it's boring. And they did like, they did flashbacks, but you would expect them to do flashbacks that might like show them like, like premise of they're arguing if if Martin is sane or competent enough to be a hunter. Why don't we get flashbacks of him being a good hunter or maybe, you know, one of those moments when they were younger having brushes with him because they talk about how he hunted with their dad and saved their dad's butt a couple times. So they would have either been there or heard the stories like we don't get any of that. We get stuff that happened like two episodes ago. I wouldn't even my like I don't even need a flashback of something like that. Even just like throw me a bone in the form of <laughs> one expository line giving me that vibe and it would have been a little better, but Yeah, they don't this, show they don't show Martin just, as an actual competent hunter at all. Yeah. This was just a strange filler kind of episode. Yeah, I think they needed something to happen, so they decided to have something happen. I think they wanted to have more brotherly drama, and they needed to have a reason to add a little bit more tension so it can finally break later on. So (laughs) this was the storyline that they came up with in order to finally have it be the straw that breaks the camel's back in terms of um, the brothers... Yeah. being upset with one another. Well, I, you know, I, I just wonder to myself, why is Benny so different from any of the number of other monsters that they've let move on for a while? Uh, what what makes him different than Lenore, the vampire that they were like, well, you know, you're, she's she's not uh, she's not feeding on people, so we'll let her go. Yeah. Well, I mean, we they it happens in episode ten, but why is Benny having such a trouble have have something uh, having such trouble? not feeding on humans when again she was okay like i mean i know she had some hiccups but yeah she was relatively okay like benny honestly in the next episode he's acting like he's like going through withdrawals like he's acting like a junkie like it's it's i i don't know if they you know the writers were just like we need tension so he's not as, he's not as good at it but it is and, you know, this is the, the way that they were able to achieve the tension. It's not about Martin or any of the other stuff. It's about the dynamic between Sam and Dean and how 
Benny has come between them, but Dean is convinced that it's Amelia that's come between them. So, yeah. Well, we'll, yeah. We're, we're going to look at quotes on this episode and move our move our way through the rest of, of Citizen Fang. Points, all of them? What? Did we go through low points? I think. Did you have any more, Darcy? Well, it was just that there wasn't enough focus on pie and food. But well, there's that. lots of focus on pie. There's lots of focus <laughs> no, on pie. you're right. We're at a gumbo shack, a gumbo and shack nobody that only ate serves, any gumbo. I know. Yeah, it's a, a gumbo shack that only serves pie. I was really hoping for some gumbo. It didn't happen. And poor-looking cherry pie at that. <laughs> well, I thought no. it looked delicious. But, you know, mm. you have your opinions. I have mine, and that's good. All right. I will Noted. say this. They... Dean's character does not focus on pie enough. Like in the early seasons, he focuses on pie a lot. Like he loves pie. <laughs> but in the latter seasons, like I'm not going to lie, he does not focus on pie enough. And I feel like that is a character trait that was dropped and I don't like it. Well, he couldn't have, he couldn't yeah, have pie I'm with last you season because it had the HFCS in it. That's right. It would have had all that gross stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, Jason, this season, Benny is Dean's pie. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, be, that's all he can talk about is Benny, now, here, Benny, Benny, Benny. So. Now, to be fair, in all of the seasons of Supernatural that I've seen, most of the time Dean is focusing on focusing on some hunk of man as his pie. Like, it is. It's, uh, whether, it's not Cass. <laughs> yeah, whether it's, whether, it's, whether it's Cass. Oh, his don't bro- spoil this. Don't his brother, it. like it just, it's okay, bro. Just don't listen. Just don't listen. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> again, that's, that's good. Like, like, <laughs> again, like there's some hunk of man that is his pie. Like it's just honestly, I feel like Dean. If you, dude, if you took Dean's dialogue and just isolated it and said, "Is he talking about a man?" a woman or a slice of pie, the slice of pie would be almost identical to either the man or the woman. Like it is, it would, like, there would be no difference. God. Well, I do have a quote for this episode oh, cool. that I like. Quote it. Dean says, I got history with the guy. Okay. I'm not signing up for a witch hunt. I owe him more than that. And Martin as all of us said, what in God's creation could a Winchester possibly owe a vampire? Am I hearing this right? Like, yeah, let it go. So I like it. No, I, I thought that was a good set of dialogue because it does. It's that expository stuff that you that was talked about. Like it gives you a, it gives you a taste of that. Martin has history with their dad. Like he, he kind of knows the attitude that the dad carried. And Dean is definitely going against that, even though he is definitely um, the the biggest dad supporter of the two. So you'd think he would be far more attached to the way the dad hunted and believed in things. But I guess Benny's accent is just too manly, too hunky. It's too, it's too, it's, it's got too much of a flaky crust on it. <laughs> Does anyone Any else other? have any quotes? Oh, I've got three. Oh, okay. <laughs> the first one made me giggle. It was um, Dean in the car when when Sam was like, you know, we've got to got to go here, and he goes, "It's been a while since I've had etouffee," and I'm like, "No, Dean, <laughs> just stop." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see, uh, another one says it's when it's Benny when he's talking to Dean, and he goes, "I know it's hard to believe." 
but I ain't always been this cute and cuddly. And I'm like, <laughs> anytime you use the word cuddly when you're talking to Dean, I'm okay with it. <laughs> then lastly, it was um, it was, it was uh, when him and it was one of the big exchanges between Sam and Dean. And, and uh, Sam's like, are we going on trust here? And Dean goes, well, we've killed for a lot less. Like, it was just... I yeah. laughed so hard at that because he's absolutely right. Like, yeah. Do you have the rest of that exchange? No, I don't. I just, uh, well, I just, I do. <laughs> Dean says, so Sam says, we've killed for a lot less, and you know how these things turn out for us. And Dean says, yeah, I do too well. In fact, every relationship I've ever had has gone to crap at some point. But the one thing I can say about Benny, he has never let me down. And Sam, rightfully so, gets really pissed and aggravated and says, well, good on you, Dean. Must feel really great finding someone you can trust after all these years. Like, whoo, slap fight. Winchester O-meter on 12 right there. (laughs) Very much so. But to be fair, Sam is right. Like, Sam's absolutely right. And I don't know when you guys get into this, but winners and losers like well, that's that's next if, oh that's yeah. what we're gonna talk about next we're gonna like, discuss if we're deniacs or sam fans like sam is dude he's he's losing hard across both these episodes like it's it's brutal like and it's made brutal by dean dean pulls one of the lowest things i've seen him pull throughout this the series like this is one of this is one of those times in the series where they were they had Dean's a hole meter like turn to like forty five, and they needed to tone it back a little bit. Like I get it, he's supposed to be kind of the man whore, kind of the the player around town, like but he's also the hard up hunter, do what it takes to win. But he threw his brother not under a bus, but it was like under a train pulling a bus that was technically propelled by rockets. Like it was brutal for just no reason. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. Well, it's just cause it's cause he's bitter. He can have his Benny, but he doesn't want Sam to have anybody else but him. So it's yeah, like, so dysfunctional. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. It's yeah, I terrible. also had Dean down as the winner. Just like I guess he got to keep his buddy Benny, and Sam kind of got screwed in this one. Yeah, like, uh, you know what? I'll agree that Dean is the selfish winner. Much agree. Yeah. Yeah, I have Sam lost, Martin lost, Benny lost, Dean won. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he got every he got everything he set out to get. Mm-hmm. He 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 exonerated Benny. He, when he needed to get his brother out of the way so he could prove Benny's innocence, he did that. And he let Benny go. Like, and he, he saved Benny from Benny's reaction to how Martin turned out. Like, Dean didn't succeed. He didn't not succeed at anything in this episode other than nailing Benny's granddaughter. Oh, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, which, Gross. which she was, which she was definitely trying until Benny was like, "That's my granddaughter." <sighs> All right, mm. are we rating Next. this thing? Yeah, let's rate. Let's rate. <laughs> let's do it. I'm gonna go first. Okay. I thought it was boring and dumb. I'm gonna give it two bowls of gumbo. 
there were there weren't even two bowls of gumbo on screen, so. <laughs> now I'm giving them two more bowls than they gave me. Yeah, I said, uh, you know, it, it it really did not hold my attention. I was all over thinking about everything but the show, and um, so I'm gonna only give it uh, four out of ten absent pecan pies. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it one bottle of True Blood. Wow. <laughs> I just I didn't like it. My my mind was elsewhere, thinking about things this could be. Like this could be a better episode of Supernatural, or this could be a mediocre episode of True Blood, but it's neither one of those things, and I wanted it to feel like something. Yeah. Well, I was I was kind of generous, I guess, you know, comparatively. Uh, I gave it a, a, a six out of ten morning shock morning shock therapy treatments because uh, I like the I like the general atmosphere of everything, and I just I, I, if I if I could just. Uh, Sit back and enjoy the atmosphere of it. I can, uh, I can enjoy the episode a little more. Um, and then we're, we're going to have to pester Annie for her ratings at some point in a, on a day that doesn't include doesn't include a car crash. Yes, very true. Indeed. Very true. So, what is um, your rating? We never got our guest here. Oh, yes. Um, honestly, let's see. I guess I'll have to give it. I'm going to say three and a half. Winchester low blows like <laughs> yeah because because honestly it's a really bad like honestly both episodes are just a bad set of episodes but Dean's a-hole meter is so turned up like he's just brutal to Sam like it is and being the I am a little brother I am the I am the youngest of five I get it like <laughs> I get it why he treats Sam the way he does, but man, like it is, it's savage. Like, and like you talked about when she shows up at the hotel and you realize that he, you get switched out the phone for a burner. Like he premeditated this usage. Like he, he knew he was going to get one usage out of this and he pulled such a heartstring and a, and a devastating moment for Sam just Forbidding, like <laughs> forbidding, like it's mm-hmm. it's it's savage. That gives this episode a three point three. Uh, Annie might pull it up. Annie might pull it up. Annie will probably pull it up, y'all. But she's not here now, so I feel good in saying mm-hmm. three point three. <laughs> well, last time we hated an episode a lot. Annie was able to pull out some really lovely subtext. From like flashbacks and stuff. Do you remember that? And she yeah. was like, "Well, no, she's very good." Yeah. Well. So it could be that we'll all think about this differently once we get Annie's expert point of view and in like her talent at being able to mine the brains of the supernatural writer's intent. <laughs> we will. We will. See, I I need to. I'll have to be on another episode when she's here because. If she's that, I need to learn lessons from the master. Like you know, I'm I'm like. No, she's excellent at like literary analysis type stuff. Yeah, That's I can't awesome. remember what episode it was, but we were all like, "Oh," and like we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we felt differently That's, afterwards. I need I need to be the Bruce Leroy to her, the master. Like I need to seek out the master to find my glow. 
Now, we've been doing cluster episodes for about two and a half seasons now, and I don't know if we've ever really settled on whether we're doing feedback between you know, after each episode let's, or at the end. Let's do it between. Okay. Let's be crazy. All right. Well, we've got two bits of feedback uh, for each episode, I think. Uh, we've got Nutty and Simone. Nice. And it looks like we do have two bit. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, two paragraphs total from Nutty and then two separate posts from Simone. So here we go. So, Nutty on Citizen Fang. I was hoping Citizen Fang was a different episode. It wasn't. I do, <laughs> I do like how Benny found his great-granddaughter, and she was what kept him sober, so to speak. The other hunter was a bit too focused, and in the end was the real monster. The rift between the boys makes sense to me. It's cold, and I feel Dean went way too far spoofing a text from Amelia. Thank you, Nutty. Thank you. And then Simone says, hey, Martin's back. Well, nope, he's dead. That was quick. <laughs> Roy, Roy Benison over here is just working at a cafe with his great-granddaughter, Elizabeth, like it's no big deal. Speaking of Elizabeth, you may remember that actress Kathleen Monroe, or not, from the season three episode, The Kids Are All Right. She's so pretty. Hey, Simone's on it. Turns out... To be- Oh, no, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to continue her feedback, but if you were going to say something. No, I was literally, she's she's absolutely right. Like, she's like, she's hitting the nail on the proverbial head. <laughs> Turns out Desmond, some jerk from Benny's past, is killing all these people, so Benny and Dean take him out. While Sammy goes on a wild goose chase back to Kermit, Texas, to make sure Amelia is okay because Dean tricked him with a fake text, Amelia's fine. She's back with Dawn, but apparently Amelia saved Sammy. Dean wants pie. Also, he quite fancied Elizabeth, much to Benny's horror lulls. Cute and cuddly Benny. Aww. Yes! <laughs> Thank you, Simone. You know, I just thought about it. To be fair, the only one who got pie between these two episodes was Sam. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> to be fair. We'll get there. <laughs> oh well actually I guess we'll get there now Yvette what is the summary for episode 10 <laughs> okay torn and frayed bum, 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 bum. oh sorry I had to pull up my notes uh, this is the one where Cass has to rescue the weenie hut angel and Sam and Dean have to figure out their relationship <laughs> I, I know when you mean weenie hut you literally mean weenie hut yeah. <laughs> like it's <laughs> Uh, yep. Thank you, Supernatural, because you made me feel happy. <laughs> like it's just now speaking of uh, speaking of uh, Samadriel, uh and speaking of double casting and previous uh, previous season casting, I realized while I was watching a uh, a uh, YouTube reactor reacting to some of the early season episodes that uh, Samadriel, aka Alfie, was in a uh, early season episode that was one of our not so much favorites. He was the son in Bugs that was fascinated in Bugs. Fascinated with Bugs. Oh my goodness. I wonder if it's the same character. Like he went on from doing that to working at Weenie Hut. That would be honestly, I would not put it past Supernatural to be like, oh yeah, that's that's exactly what we were going for. Like Yeah, we knew. That's uh-huh. right. Hand fingers fingers crossed behind their back. They're sliding the bottle of whiskey under the table. 
So it, it turns out that basically when I was watching Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever and thinking, that guy looks really familiar, it's because it was in Bugs. And then when I was watching this thinking, that guy looks really familiar, realizing he was in Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Special Ever. <laughs> I love I love Grumpy Cat. Him and, him and Nathan Fillion are my spirit animal. Together, like a Dragon Ball Z fusion. <laughs> What's everyone's high points? High points for Toy and I'm Afraid. Honestly? Uh, I've got got Angel Tablet. I called it because I did call it uh, a couple of episodes ago when when Crowley realized that there were other tablets. I was like, okay, well, there's got to be like an Angel Tablet then probably. Oh, my God. Annie and I were dying. (laughs) (laughs) I think think we all have the same high point because my high point says, anything with Cass and Boss Crowley. Because there is a distinct difference between Crowley and Boss Crowley. When Crowley's being Lord of Hell Crowley, like, there's a difference. Yeah. Yeah, for me, that whole storyline was, like, super good. And then, like, spoiler, my, like, low point is, like, all the stuff, like, all the Amelia Benny nonsense. Like, everything else, great. All that other stuff. We are on the same wavelength. I love this. Like you and me, like you and me, it's great. Yeah, on, the, on my high point, on my high point though, I did also say that that the 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 appearance at the end of possibly wrapping up the Benny storyline and the Amelia storyline all in one ep was was also a high point. Yeah. Oh, definitely. If they could just be done, that'd be great. Yeah, those are my high points. Also, like we're finally getting back into some action that feels important. Um, we get to see Kevin again. We're like remembering oh. that Kevin is a thing and that he's working on stuff. And we are reminded that we've only got half the demon tablet. So it's kind of like, you know, catching us up on like, hey, remember how actual relevant stuff is happening in this universe? Hey, <laughs> have hey we, a little bit. Hey, we had a core spine of a story. It's still here. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm very relieved to be back on this track and um i agree with like having it seem like the weird deviant well not deviant that's not fair um like the side relationships that each brother was feeling so distracted and distraught over that stuff seems to be over and this uh, this this episode, I didn't look at air dates, but this episode really seems like a mid-season finale kind of thing because it's got the road so far before it instead of just the then. Yeah, um, it aired January sixteenth. Oh, so it was either a two thousand thirteen. So what the mid-season finale was was actually Citizen Fang. Yeah. Okay. So that ended on Amelia being in the bar. So I get. I mean, I guess you could say that was a good cliffhanger. I guess. Like yeah. This is so. uh, It's like a good five weeks later. You said this is 2012, 2013, right? So uh, yeah. This is still. I mean, like like the mid-season finale is really a last two or three years thing for the most part. So this was not really a mid-season finale. Citizen Fang. No. Uh, well, I mean, it, it was it was the season break. This before the season break, yeah, before the the holiday break, but uh, yeah, December fifth was Citizen Fang, and January sixteenth is Torn and Frayed. So, Yvette, you've watched right up 
through the end of season 12? No, I am the only other person. I'm the only other person besides Annie who's seen all of season eight. Okay. So, yeah. So, Ooh. yeah, that's why I'm like, no, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm sitting here quietly just, it's I'm pretty difficult. sure. I'm pretty sure I'm having butterfly effect scrawlings over here on my desk. Just <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of great groundwork laid in this episode that gets us excited for what's to come. To be to be fair, like almost everything that once they start talking about angels, once that starts happening. That's a lot of groundwork. Like it's it's pretty impressive with the writing. Like I can't I can't knock them for what they do with all of that to include how they mingle it with like Lucifer and the demon tablet and everything like that. Like Supernatural is a show about pretty boys talking about other pretty boys and every so often there's a pretty girl involved. Um but they do it well. And a lot of shows emulate them because of how well they do it. It's. I mean, we're we're still. It's still slow going. I feel like, for for newbies, you can appreciate it a little more when you're watching again. Darcy. You know, especially when you're taking the time. I was gonna say, Darcy, do you have a do you have a high point to share? I've really. Uh, I enjoyed Crowley's attitude during the interrogation. You know, he really seemed to be trying to get his information. I don't know. It just. It seemed. It was good acting. Right. Is that everyone's high points? I think we hit. A I think so. Yeah. Did you have one? Did you have one? Uh, me. It was angel tablet. Everything to do with the angel. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So Did low you, points. Low points then. Anything to do with the brothers' codependence? Like mm-hmm. any of the, any of this back and forth between those two gave me just. I just. I wanted to claw my eyes and ears out. Like it was. You knew it led to nothing. You knew it meant nothing. Like you just, just move on. They've been through it so many times. Like how many more times can we watch them have the same problem with each other? Mm. Also, I hate Benny's dumb hat. <laughs> that is a really dumb hat. You're right. You could only so dumb. That hat if you're going to ride a motorcycle. I know he's supposed to be like a pirate or whatever from the Civil War, I guess. I don't know, but it's the stupidest stat. I hate it. I have one. You have a... a, uh, One of my low points, aside from all of the brother drama, was um, the torture scenes. There's just a lot. I was like, you know what? Screaming. Samandriel knows how to scream in agony convincingly because I was like, ah, oh God. Yeah, and also, um, Enochian is a little bit awkward mm-hmm. to listen to over and over. My uh, my, my low point was just to, that we had to kill Samandriel. I mean, I understand that he was important, and he was important for what they got out of him. And that it's probably as much importance as he needed. But when I saw him at the beginning of the of the season, I was like, "Oh well, what's he going to do?" And he didn't do much of anything. He got captured and got tortured. Well, he told us about that tablet, which yeah. is 
But I mean, you know, does pretty he, good purpose to have. I mean, does he really tell us about the tablet? Because I mean, he doesn't say anything in English, so. <laughs> oh, you like you think Crowley interpreted it incorrectly? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean. To be fair, we don't know Crowley's linguistic skills. Like, I mean, he's, he he was a crossroads demon. He wasn't like a highborn demon. Like, I don't know if there's like a hierarchy. Like, he's, no, he's, no, he's no Azazel. He's not a he's not a fallen angel. Yeah, you know, like he's just he was kind of he was a lowborn demon. You know, aspiring for higher higher levels. You know. All right. Is that uh, everybody's? By the way. He was yeah. in his wiener. By the way, he was in his wiener hut uniform. Like, I just, like yeah. Samandriel never leaves that wiener hut uniform. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think that's the only thing we ever see him in. Yeah, which is good. It helps us know who he is. And it, amuse- <laughs> it amuses me. Did you have a, Did you have a low? I didn't like. Um, I, okay, I kind of felt like, and I know that Sam and Dean were trying to. Um, you know, figure out well, what's wrong with Kaz, but I didn't like that they were talking behind his back and gossiping about it. it pissed me off. Mm. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that whole uh, that whole Naomi. Uh, I keep wanting to call her Missy still, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> All of that stuff is so juicy. I'm like what? What? What do you mean, Hon- <laughs> dude? Honestly, every again. Everything outside of Sam and Dean was marvelous in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those little flashbacks that Cass is having for once, a season eight flashback we can be intrigued by. Um, mm-hmm. He's like seeing those flashes of those creepy, like lobotomy tools or whatever the hell you want to call them. And it and was an and it was enough to get him to question his purpose and place and what happened to him, which. Which I I like because you don't get that much independence from Cass like ever so far like it's like up until this point Cass has been he's been the good soldier like he's been whether it's for ill or for 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 boons he has done what has been asked of him. Oh, Cass was and in he, that. Cass was in that. Uh, that he was in the Brazil chair. <laughs> Yes, he was. He was with the with the drills and everything. You just need a creepy baby face mask on uh, Naomi, and you got it. <laughs> I mean, either, either that, or you want to you want to say it's uh, it's a uh, it's baby it's a uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, sucker punch. That's that terrible oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then yeah. The, the other thing I wanted to point out was, of course, the uh, the particular piece of actual medical hardware that Samandriel had on the entire time when they were doing all the torturing was, of course, a uh, halo brace. Isn't that like every movie's like, oh, we're doing terrible things to your brain and head, so we're gonna put you in this thing? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, it's effective. About I didn't the, like looking at it. About the, only <laughs> case, about the only movie that I can think of where it isn't involved in a torture scene is is Fight Club, where the the guy that he talks to is wearing a halo brace, but mm-hmm. but is only just wearing it for medical reasons and not because he's being tortured or something. Fight Club what is, is the it? medical reason that you wear that thing? I believe it's so that if if you have a if you have a, a distinct uh, spinal spinal or thoracic uh, neck injury that you have to be immobilized for, but you're still able to walk around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like keep your head stable. Mm-hmm. Yes, I really know. hope I never have to wear that. But the fact <laughs> that they were torturing an angel with a halo brace was was not lost on me. 
So, uh, yeah. so Paul is Fight Club a Paul movie? I don't know. I liked Fight Club. Darcy liked Fight Club plenty. So, oh, okay. I like Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, she was my favorite part of that movie. Of it, that kind of made it a good movie. That was because Helena Bonham Carter hadn't technically ruined her opinion with the rest of the world up until she got with, you know. Oh, Tim. Mm. She, that was before she. That was before she was terrible. You know. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. I just. I don't like Johnny Depp either. Sorry. No, he's a monster. We all know this. Well, so I think Dean uh, won this one. Yeah. yeah have, we, have, we, have we hit all the low points? Yeah, um, I think so. All right. Yeah. And I said. I don't. I don't think anybody wins this one. Yeah, I'm a no. I do. I said right, Crowley won. Crowley. <laughs> oh, that's a neither. For I mean, still a neither. Yeah. Still a neither. I, I, I mean, I had them both with them both apparently moving on. Both. Yeah, they really? both apparently moving on. Yeah, they both they both decided to be in the cabin there. Yeah, but of did both. you see them? Did they look like happy? No, they didn't look people? happy, but they are moving on. Moving on is a plus. Moving on is a plus for us. With some dinty more that was stew. Well, now hold way, on. It could be a both or a neither, and there's still a, it's still a, a tie. Uh, you know, that was that. no. That's a question I want to ask you. Like you said that they both moved on, but my thing is how because they don't talk about it they don't hash it out like i mean yeah they're both on I, I guess i'm settling with you it's an unspoken agreement that they're both gonna it's not on. gonna talk about it like, it's not gonna talk yeah. about it eat your stew and shut up and watch boxing it's i think this, that's I drink like this beer the winchester way you know they're not gonna talk about it they both feel miffed that the other one got all up in their personal business and they're like you know what fine i'll just put aside this other relationship that i tried to have with someone that's not my brother is this and a, put an it aside podcast? is this an explicit podcast yeah it's no we're not. gonna bleep things <laughs> damn it damn it <laughs> you can feel free but we'll bleep it <laughs> fine fine to be fair, at this point, they should have makeup sex and just fuck. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, it's just, like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just, this like. turned it into a Paul movie here. <laughs> yes, absolutely. This is turning into a Yvette movie. I'm all in for this. Like, like, absolutely. Like, one of them should angrily fuck the other into forgiveness. Like, that just. That's just how this should work at this point. Jason, you've got to you've got to get on over to AO3 archive of our own. And yeah, you can yeah. search the the Winsest tag and read as much, <laughs> as much alternative storytelling as you'd like is over there. <laughs> Honestly, man, like it's like it's just like I don't know if the writers may have been like sampling the Wincess like as they wrote this stuff but like it's brutal and it's and it's not even subtle overtones anymore at this point like it is overtly like well the way that they have to choose other people like over like you have to choose each other over other people which is so bizarre like my sister and I never have to like you know, pick each other over our romantic partners you know like it's just ridiculous yeah it's never a question 
yeah, it's just become like, it's textual at this point. And I just Googled Vincest and I might get spoiled, but I have to look at all these pics. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, be careful, be careful. Uh, oh my God, here's a dude. Well, if, if, well, well, if that's on that, we can, we can work her quotes because I know she doesn't do quotes anyway. Yeah, I'll be busy. <laughs> Although one of my quotes is contextually, contextually, uh, will 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 trigger that same kind of thing for you, maybe, uh, which is uh, Benny. Benny says something along the lines of that that uh, that he could stand to, to stand to use a strong cup of coffee or something like that when he's talking to Dean. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of is Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> nice tie-in. Do you guys? Well, my quote is Naomi. If the demon tablet can seal demons in hell, what do you think the angel tablet could do to us? You're a hero, Castiel. You've done heaven a great service. I am very much looking forward to whatever it is that uh, the angel tablet does do. Yeah. And who, who gets it first? Any more quotes? Uh, I've got uh, our, the man saying, are you serious? And Cass saying, yes, that is his serious face. <laughs> I enjoy a good I enjoy a good Castile literalism. Yep. Yeah. My overall quote is anything Cass says. But specifically, it's when you can tell that Dean is avoiding Sam the whole the whole episode. And he sends Cass off to do something, and Cass obviously grabs Sam while he's at it and brings Sam in and he go and you know Dean gets upset and says himself and then Cass goes I need both of you to stow your crap it's like (laughs) anytime Cass gets butch like I'm all about it like it was nice to have him back and nice to see that like you know Dean dumped his rebound of Benny in his back with Cass. He didn't necessarily. I don't. I still. <laughs> I don't think it's a dump. I feel it's like a. It's like a. It's a. It's like when you're. It's like when you're breaking up a long distance relationship. It's like, look, I can't be there for you right now. So, I. You. You just got to find somebody else. Like, I feel like that's what Dean was saying to Benny. Okay, but I like. I like having. Cast back, because um, now we know, you know, and the, this is the reason why I felt like nobody won this episode, is because not only did they lose like the, these relationships with other people that they're trying to maintain, but they also realize something's up with Cass. They're like, wait, he's really weird, right? Like, he's not all there, and something's going on, and so. And see, then that's why- they they ward themselves against yeah. him at the end, so they're they're kind of losing Cass as well. That's, so why, that's I say- why I think they both lose. That's why I say Crowley wins because because <laughs> he don't give no craps about Crowley, and he learns about the Angel Tablet. He learns he also learns that technically at this point he learns that he could just torture the crap out of an alien and an angel and get what he wants. Like, 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 honestly, nothing bad happens to Crowley in this entire episode. He even escapes before the Winchesters show up because he's Crowley. Like, well, should we rate? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to go first. I'm going to give it, uh, well, you know, I didn't really enjoy it that much, but um, I understand that it was definitely setting up what's to come, so I can appreciate that. So I'm going to give it 4 out of 10 
migraine <laughs> headaches that make you speak Enochian. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, I'm going to give it a slightly higher. Uh, I'm going to go... Um, I enjoyed it too, and I, I really... I, the, the torture was, was, was torturous. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a 6 out of 10 probably existing human tablets. Um, I liked all the angel stuff, like I said, but I disliked all the Amelia and the Benny stuff. So I'm going to give this one a six out of 10 Neil Diamond albums. (laughs) Good one. I am going to go way higher than you guys. I'm going to give this an eight and a half out of 10. Because so exciting. The brothers are finally getting over their stupid crap and we're gonna get back to our regular baseline. <laughs> there's angel stuff, there's season arc stuff, like extra point for maybe realizing that we'll never have to hear about Benny or Amelia again. Like <laughs> just great. Very exciting. Um eight and a half. Horrible mind control murders out of ten. <laughs> that moment, that like moment where you're holding your breath when Cass like is snapping in and out of it, and she's like, "You have to kill him," and you you're wondering if he's gonna do it or not, and he does. Like, oh no, you just killed him. So, yeah, eight and a half out of ten. I like. Uh, I'm I'm back on board. Jason, what say ye? Mm, I, I, I'm going to have to go in between. I'm going to have to say seven tortured wiener angels out of ten. <laughs> like, because honestly, it's 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 kind of the both of, be- the both of both of you, what all you guys said. Like, the Crowley stuff is great, but also the same thing with, with the fact that we see that Cass is not Cass. Totally. And we also get the brothers moving beyond this petty crap they put each other through for no reason. Like it just it it's you're like, all right, I get it. It's fine. You want to manufacture tension, that's fine. Let's let's just go. Let's get to better stuff. And they do that. But and that better stuff is Crowley and his wiener torture. Like it's just it's good stuff. And Crowley is very suave. In this episode, like his dialogue and the things that he, you know, the way he acts and says things is great. Like he carries himself very well in this episode. And I feel he carries the episode because of that. Like when, prime example, when the the, the demon who's torturing Wiener Angel um, calls Crowley in and Crowley's like, well, let's see what makes this, you know, what makes this tick or whatever. And he starts twisting the things and he doesn't flinch. At the screams, he doesn't flinch. He doesn't even make. He doesn't even make it give you a feel like he even hears the screams. Like he honestly seems to only hear what he wants to hear, which is the translations and the 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 Anokian. Like it's really really good acting on the the Crowley's part, and I'm really happy with that. All right, so, so that gives this episode a six point three. Pending and. Okay. Yep. And Annie, for sure, is going to bump this crap up to a 10. <laughs> I'm assuming she's your expert that loves the series. She is. She okay. is. She loves it, loves it, loves it. And she can usually sway us. 
mm-hmm. by giving very long explanations on why things happen, which I love. And we definitely enjoy more than, say, uh, like an intro to X. <laughs> in terms yeah. of the newbies. <laughs> I think we're definitely... We have that feedback from Nutty and uh, Simone yes, again. Yes, we have. We have feedback. Which from... I can read because okay. I got it in front of me. Uh, Nutty says... Torn and frayed. Poor Alfie finally gets rescued, or not. Castiel being used as a puppet is hard to watch a bit. So much for Team Free Will, but I like how Naomi makes him justify everything to himself. Not sure if Sam made the right decision in staying with Dean. There is no other choice if they were to continue on for 13 seasons. <laughs> um, Simone says... Thank you, Nutty. Yeah, thank you, Nutty. Simone says... Based on the previously on, you've met Naomi. How cool is it that Amanda Tapping is on SPN? I'm not I don't. Sure I guess. Is. Yeah, I guess she knows that actress. Yeah, I guess. So she says Naomi is a bitka to say the least. She's just a <laughs> tiny bit fanatical, huh? And shock horror, Castiel has been fooled into some classic mind effery again. I want to strangle the stupid winged moron. You'd think he'd learn that maybe he can pay his penance for bringing about the Leviathans and Bobby's death. But no, that'd be too easy. On Nami's orders, Castiel lies to my boys and kills Alfie. But before that, Crowley and his demon pal were torturing Alfie to learn about the demon tablet and stumbled upon what Naomi wants to keep hidden. There exists in the world a yin to its yang, an angel tablet which could spell doom for the angels. And not only that, but the, that angel blade we love so much, guess what? It kills demons too. Yay! Sammy mentions Jessica. Whew, yeah, that was rough. Sorry, Bianca aside. Um, Dean mentions Garth. We see Kevin again working on that damn demon tablet. We see Dean's love of Asian porn again too. Ugh, I know, right? And Dean, <laughs> <laughs> Dean thinks a burning bush is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and thinks Mrs. Tran is hot. Castiel heals a baby. Fang banger. Ew. Sammy and Amelia had sex. Well, I <laughs> I like being able to project onto whatever woman is like existing romantically. So yeah, just pretend that you're Amelia and it makes it better is my advice to that. <laughs> um, then there's all the Amelia, Don, Sammy stuff, which is whatever, because in the end, Sammy breaks up with her, and Dean breaks up with Benny. <laughs> so our boys are single, but not quite ready to mingle just yet. Would you call them single, though? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Simone. Thank you so much, Simone. Ta-da! And, and, and we had, uh, and we had Garth's, Garth's boat. Yeah! Which was... Fizzle's Folly. Fizzle's Folly. It was called Fizzle's Folly. Yes. I'm after Mr. Fizzles. After Mr. Fizzles. <laughs> what is that from? That's the puppet. That's remember when we were talking to the little puppet. girl with the puppet? Hell no, I don't remember any of that crap. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> You're missing out. This is like what I think about. <laughs> it was, I want to say. It was the one where the, with, the, with the liquor demon. Yeah. Where you have yeah, to be drunk to see the ghost that. and the, the young girl oh. witnessing stuff. So Garth goes to question her. The young girl from, from the, the, young, <laughs> the young girl from Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas. Yeah, ever. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like it's just mm. I, I have I have to sit here quietly. I have to sit here quietly because I 
just like just like with Nettie and Tech, I like or specifically Tech. I cannot wait until you guys get to get to later episodes. <laughs> oh my god! I have to I have to rely on my mute button a lot when certain things come up because I don't want there to be like eh! on the recording. So. I mute myself and I have my moment. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 mm. oh, yeah. okay. and, and to be fair, I also had these honest moments when I watched, cause I stopped at season 10. Um, I stopped at season 10. I was like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> and I got back in, I got back in after I finished these, you know, I finished season 10. So I got back in and I watched, started watching like where, where I left off at season 10 and I'm like, why did I stop watching this again? Oh, I get it. <laughs> and there has been so much fun stuff in season 10 and 11. I think it's better when you clump them, which is why we have clusters. <laughs> I agree. I enjoy them much better when I can watch several at a time. Just watching one is hard for me. But that's any TV show now. Like, I just can't do it anymore. I've been spoiled. Yeah. Like, I watched all of Star Trek Discovery in two days, and I feel really good about that. <laughs> oh, I... I man, I manhandle Luke Cage. Like it, I, I watch. Like first off, you give me a show where Michael Coulter's in a tight shirt the entire episode. I'm all about it. Like you just, and then you like, and not only do you get like Michael Coulter, but you also get like that smooth, like jazzy Harlem feel with Black Mariah and Cottonmouth. Like I'm, you. You've won. You've got me. You got all of my attention. Well, uh, we're getting close to the end here. Hey, Jason, why don't you go ahead and give us a, uh, a, a full plug for your for your uh, podcast and give us some links and such? Awesome. Here we go. You can always find me at our website at talknerdytomepodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdytome. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter at nerdytomepodcast. And that's nerdy with the number two. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be entering that into my podcast addict and see what I can see, see, what I can see here. Honestly, to be fair, I have not recorded Honestly, I've not recorded anything in three months. Like I've had a really kind of weird three months, but it's all good because we've got an episode coming up on Pacific Rim Uprising. Um, again, I am, to be fair, I'm straight. Okay, I am super straight, but John Boyega is fan freaking tastic in. Pacific Rim Uprising. He's gorgeous and he's funny and it's great. Um, it's okay to have a man crush. It's not a problem. <laughs> I've, I've, got, I I've, I've got several because I would do anything for Idris Elba. Like you could just it doesn't matter. Like I watched that movie, the one where he was like the serial killer and he was in Traji Peterson's house, like and he showed up <laughs> and he oh showed and he, he showed a better he showed a better house in the middle of a storm so he was wet. Like I'm just like <laughs> I'm just like I'm like I'm like, honey, I know it's Idris Elba and he's wet, but you can't let him in. This is a serial killer movie. I'm sorry. If I want to see this movie. What is this movie where Idris Elba is a serial killer? This yeah, is uh, excellent. Oh, I, it might even just be called like 
stalker. It's some weird one word. Yeah, it's, this it's, sounds right up my alley. I'm it literally right now. He plays literally he plays a guy who fakes a car wreck to get allowed into. Oh, well, don't spoil the movie, <laughs> dude. It happens in the like. It happened like <laughs> the first five minutes. It's like you're only in the movie for Traji Peterson and Deidre's Elba. Like, like anyone else doesn't matter because he's wet through the first like 30 minutes of the movie. That sounds and excellent. And it's Traji Peterson. So, wait, Taraji P. Henson? Yeah, Traji P. Henson. I, I, I call her Traji P. Henson. Yeah, she's the one from Empire. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's Cookie. I w- honestly, and I wish that the twist had been they both were psychos and they just had really crazy psycho sex. Like the name of the, <laughs> the name of the movie is No Good Deed. Okay. Yeah, looking this up now. Thank you. Because we uh, all, from 2014, we all would have been murdered because we all would have let him into our house. Hell like, yeah! Like you can't tell it. No one can tell me that a wet, in distress. Idris Elba couldn't get into your house. Like, it just well, that dog see, just said again. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I feel, I, feel the, I feel the dog said yes. Like for the I dog know. says, I was like obviously human. Why would I not let him in? One star on Rotten Tomatoes. This is going to be excellent. Oh, absolutely. He's carrying that movie with his pecs. Like it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. I get it confused with the Beyonce one. Oh, that Beyonce one is so good. I love that movie. <laughs> you and, okay, first off, first off, it's it's Beyonce who's gorgeous and Idris Elba who's gorgeous and they're supposed to be together, which can only mean gorgeous things. Like just... <laughs> How do oh you lose in that situation? So I need to know what 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 what's going on for next week. On our podcast. Oh, our yeah. Back We're to watching the Beyonce movie. <laughs> <laughs> Obsessed. The homework, she? She does. Uh, well, I have it in front of me. Yay. Next, Yay. <laughs> next time, we are actually doing a commentary episode ah. for oh. season eight, episode 11, LARP and the Real Girl. Hmm. And it looks like Nunny, Nunny, Nutty will be our um, Nubentary guest. Yeah. And we have a second super special secret guest as well, I'm hoping. Cool. Yeah. It's looking, so, looking good. So good, we'll, sweet. I love super I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna announce it during this episode just in case something falls through, but uh we're looking forward to That's that fair. possibly happening. Could be fun. Could be fun. Okay. All right, y'all. So, well this was super fun. That's next time. Right. You know, yeah. until then we should just uh, say happy hunting. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thank you. You've been listening to Idgitcast from Z.com. Join the discussion at facebook.com slash We would love to hear from you. You can email us or send in an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to help protect our newbies from spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The opening theme for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. You can find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. The lyrics and vocals are by Idgitcast founder Allie Jones, who you can learn all about by visiting imthewonderband.com. 
The closing music you are listening to, even as I speak, is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan, and is used by his generous permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as archives of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You may wish to know more about the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, a completed introcast about the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. And now, Yvette will tell you all about select movies from the Lifetime Network. Find out before you watch what movies have all the best people, who are the worst, who is killing who, and most of all, what, if anything, makes sense. Yvette presents this trove of information at moviesofalifetime.com. Annie works as Global Coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host your own event, visit can'tstoptheserenity.com. Bianca doesn't currently have projects available for you to find online, but all of us at IGICAST encourage you to have a visit to your local public library. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, a completed intro cast for the television series Slings and Arrows. Slings and Arrows is on the Encore Plus YouTube channel, and you can hear our thoughts on the series on the Ghostlight Podcast at quadruplez.com. All right, Jason, how do you want to be introduced when I introduce you? Um, I would like um, Roman-like trumpets and fanfare. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, unfortunately. If you can produce that, I'll go find someone to oil up in Greek, Greco-Roman wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> that seems uh, fair. As, as Jason Banks or uh, as Jason or? Yeah, you can just, just introduce me to Jason. It's no good. Okay.